Welcome to Talking Stations Lounge, where players from all over EVE Online gather to exchange ideas. I'm Matterall. In this program, we sit with another candidate for Council of Stellar Management on the eve of election for CSM 12. John Dune. How you doing? Mm-hmm. Not too bad yourself. Good. Is it Dunn or Dune? Dune. Okay. So uh, how'd you get started with Eve? What'd you, uh, what'd you play before it and, and why did you start playing Eve? Uh, well, I kind of gone through a whole bunch of different games. I enjoy everything from like uh, CSGO to Civ. I was looking for something a bit more uh, in-depth and lasting. I'd heard about Eve. I'm a bit of a space nerd. So I ended up doing what your average Eve player does, trying three or four times, giving up, but then finally getting hooked on like the fifth try. Did you run through trial accounts? Um, I did. Most of them were trials. One of them I ended up subbing, and when I came back, I was going to try and uh, rejoin up on that one, but I had lost the account information. So that's why I have a weird spelling to John Dune these days. <laughs> you kept spelling it over and over again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's cool. So, uh, where did your uh, where did you start out in Eve, and where did you end up going? Uh, well, I started off in the Care Bear of Care Bear places, doing level four missions. Um, from there, um, my corp fell apart, and someone's like, "Hey, let's try wormholes." So I hopped into that, and I never left. So you actually jumped into wormholes uh, pretty early uh, in your career. Um, it was about six, eight months old at the time when I first moved into a C2. Oh, that's pretty good. And you, and you jumped into a C2 because that's one of the lower wormholes, so you would kind of see what what it was like before you started going deeper? Pretty much, yeah. What was that like when you first started going into wormholes? Well, I mean, when I first went into our wormholes, they were still relatively new. It was about 2010 when I jumped in. Um... There was not much information on it. It was a total crapshoot. If you found something you could do, if you didn't, you died and you learned from it. So that was the, uh, oh, help me out. What was that expansion? It was oh, Apocrypha. Apocrypha was the one where wormholes came out. I think it was Tyrannus it was, when I first went in. Uh, when you first went in, it was Tyrannus. Okay, so it was after the following expansion. Yeah. So that was still a wild west. Mm-hmm. And uh, and and now it's a little more formalized. There's definitely strategies of success, and uh, I guess Hard Knocks has built themselves into a fortress that's practically mm, immovable. So things mm. have, things have changed, I right? I dropped the word practically. I think they're pretty much immovable at this point. Yeah. So we, they're going to be the second group to win wormhole space in uh, Eve history. The first one was Quantum Explosion, right? Um, well, A-Harm specifically, but yeah. Oh, A-Harm. Aperture Harmonics. So, okay. Uh, you don't consider the Russians winning uh, all the C6 renting space a, a, like a one of the wins? It's kind of a meme, and it's not really true anymore. If anyone controls the renting space in C6 space, it is hard knocks. Yeah. Is that still going on? Um... I don't know if there is renting permits per se, but there's definitely 
plenty of uh, extortion. Juvian corpse and whole corpse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that works too. Yeah. All right, cool. So you're uh, into wormholes. That's something that you're very familiar with, uh, and you actually want to see some changes. Um, I'll give you a chance to talk about those if you want. Um. Well, a couple of the big changes that I'm looking forward to I mean, more more people are going to talk about is um, C6 base is basically turned into a giant farming area. I want to find a way of making it another, like the king of PvP, like what it was when I first moved in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm proposing that uh, C6 is get a null sex static that's actually larger than any other class of wormhole, so you can take multiple caps in and out for big fights. So when you have like a group like Hard Knocks, you could take four or five capitals out, and you could have a really good brawl against like seventy or a hundred people in Nullsec. So that would be like opening up the the high end of wormholes. Yeah. To make it a little cleaner merger into Nullsec activities. Yeah, and I mean the advantage of doing it from the C six side is um, well. They nerfed C5 to NullSec connections a while ago because of the C5 uh, superhighway. Mm-hmm. You could get a C5 connector, C5, and so on and so forth, and you could scan out 40 or 50 wormholes in a period of an hour or two, and you could literally run 300-man T3 cruiser fleets through any region and come out in any other region of NullSec, which uh, PL is pretty famous for doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And C6s are a little bit more different. They're not so... Uh, likely to be connected to other C6s, so it kind of throws that chain off a little bit. Yeah, I think there's less of them too, right? There's under 100 uh, C6s? Uh, there's 113 regular C6 wormholes, and I believe there's five shattered C6s as well. Oh, I didn't know they had shattered C6s. Oh. Yeah. Do the shattered wormholes actually have different ratings? Um, yes, they follow the same like C1 through C6 convention, but they're slightly different in that they'll have sites from either the class above or class below in it as well, typically. Oh, I see. I didn't know that. Yeah, so that C5 highway was instrumental in PL getting to into uh, territories they were aiming for, like Darkness's territory and Aquarius at the time. And so uh, Sort Dragon, who's also running for CSM this time, apparently uh, complained about this practice, saying it was way too common for them to get uh, nullsec to nullsec holes or whatever. And so it was. he was getting pounded by them constantly, even though they were on the other side of the world. And that was uh, something that, I guess, CCP Fozzie came out and said was going to be nerfed. And it was uh, pretty ferociously, although they said it wasn't that ferocious, and people kind of go back and forth on that. What, what do you think? Was that a, a good move? Or? As someone who lives in wormhole space, I personally, I hated the move. But I understand why they did it, because, I mean, like you said, PL would take advantage of that. Whereas, I mean, like a wormhole corp, if they're going out and they're raiding Nullsec, their fleet is usually, like, anywhere from, like, 10 to maybe 30. Mm-hmm. So it's a much smaller force. It's much more manageable. But when you can get PL together, and I've been on both a giving and re- receiving end of PL hot drops, and all of a sudden there's 250 Proteuses on grid, it's a little bit different. Yeah, you guys can't compete with the firepower of that magnitude. More or less, yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. So tell me about some of your adventures in wormholes. I'm, I'm kind of curious. It's not something that I've done much. I, I was in Adhocracy uh, when it started out, or a few months after, and hung out there for a while, but I didn't really get into the wormhole. I just kind of hung out in court. Uh, you tell me some stories about 
you know, some of your favorite things to do or that happen? Uh, uh, I, I like goofing off. Like, I mean, whenever I roll into a wormhole that um, of people that I know, I'll throw up like a mobile depot and say things like John Dune for CSM or I'll put funny things on it, wait for them to respond to that. Um, but uh, I, I'm an explorer and a PvPer at heart. When I first started in wormhole space, I was still very much Care Bear learning the mechanics from that uh, C2, static C2. I moved into another corp that had the a C2-5 before it was uh, in Vogue. Then I've been floating from C4 to C6 space ever since. Um, personally, love flying things like solo or like dual boxing stratioses, hunting, seeing, finding things I can kill, and just having a good time. Yeah. And I like this. In your uh, notes here, you said that you're a follower of Bob. <laughs> Tell us who Bob is. Uh, for those who don't know, Bob is basically kind of a running joke slash the wormhole god. Uh, he gives kills, he takes kills away if you shed the appropriate amount of uh, blood. If you dishonor him, you're supposed to uh, eject from your ship at the sun and self-destruct. There's a whole little cult following behind him that's actually one of the few aspects of role-playing in Eve that I really follow. Yeah, it's got, wormhole culture has a religion, and the god is Bob. Yep. You know, I didn't know this, but Bob was, oh, and he has two brothers. Uh, it's, it's really funny. Somebody actually wrote a whole treatise on it, and there's, it's just hilarious. If you can find it, it's great. I don't know what it's called, unfortunately. Oh, it was, it was released like six or seven years ago, back when yeah. wormholes were first a thing. That was hilarious. I, I couldn't stop laughing when I read it. I think Stan is his brother, right? The guy, he's like Neptune. <laughs> he's Bob's brother is Stan. <laughs> anyway, um, not to get too derailed, but what was interesting to me, I didn't realize this, but uh, Band Band of Brothers, which was one of the biggest, uh, you know, alliances, uh, groups, coalitions in the. Uh, actually, they were an alliance, and they had a coalition, the Greater Bob Family kind of thing. Uh, and they were the uh, bullies on the block when goons were these, uh, you know, uh, snotty, teasy little kids running around. And their name, Bob, was not Band of Brothers when it first started. It was actually called something else, CCP Alliance. But after that, they had to change it. So they changed it to Bob. And they didn't change it because of Band of Brothers. They just said Bob. <laughs> and that's <laughs> funny, that coincidence. They just said, yeah, we'll call this Bob. And then the wormhole god, they're like, yeah, we'll call him Bob and his brother Stan. <laughs> uh, I never thought those, thing, those things would be related, but I guess there's something, some cosmic thing about the name Bob. Must be. I mean, it's, I mean, Bob is a running joke. I mean, if you hear a wormhole talk about Bob, they're probably not talking about Band of Brothers. But... No. Yeah. They're talking about something else. When wormholes first started, which would have been... Let's just say when you were starting out, it seemed like a place where you would do expeditions and you could even do it solo. Like you could pack up your orca, you know, like a jeep, and you could venture into a wormhole. And it was mysterious and dark and adventurous and that sort of thing. But then those guys would always end up killed uh, by groups that were organized. Like, was that the mutation that it used to be kind of a frontiers place and then people started figuring out how to like kind of rule the place? Yeah, I mean, like, I kind of consider that um, 
we're in the third generation of the wormhole communities now. You have like the frontier groups that started the whole thing. Like if you watch uh, Clarion Call Three, you get to see that whole shenanigans with um, guillotine therapy and aperture harmonics. And after that, you've got like um, it's a great the movie, by the way. Oh, amazing! Yeah, I watch it like every couple months. I honestly thought it's a half hour. I think it's thirty minutes. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, not even that. I don't think. Yeah, and it felt like I'd watched a feature film. It had a whole beginning, middle, and end. It was amazing. I mean, and nowadays, when you consider the scale of the fight, there's three, four, maybe five capitals on grid. When you compare that to, say, like uh, Laserhawks right. fighting TD Sin a couple years ago, where there was 50 or 60 at any given point. You know, I hadn't thought of that scale difference. Wow. Well, it's the thing is, like, the second big bunch of groups like uh, Hard Knocks, Laser Hawks, TD Sin, things like that, they kind of turned wormhole space into an industry where they built everything up. And now you have groups like Hard Knocks who probably have, well, I'm not going to cut it nice, but 250, 300 capitals in their home hole. Yeah. It's huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what about quantum explosion? They were Russians that kind of uh, perfected this uh, using uh, API information that was coming out on where people were ratting inside the wormholes. They could figure out where people were, and they would basically say, "This guy's doing a lot of business. Let's go extort him." So they'd go and they'd kill him into submission, and and then they'd have to pay rent basically to become renters. Yep, uh, that actually almost happened to the second wormhole corp I was in. Uh, we had cornered the market in Jita and Amar on T3 production for uh, Tengus and Tengu subsystems. Mm. So uh, they found out about us and uh, decided to come kick us out. Oh, so they did an eviction. Well, they were about to, but our corp left before because we we'd fallen an activity. We had like maybe like five or six people on regularly. Yeah. And that's a big deal, right? When I mean, evictions used to not happen very much because it's kind of like you want to farm your crops. You don't want to burn everything down, right? Because then you would get more crops the next year, more crops the next year. So if you're if you're knocking people out, you seem to be working against your own interests. But has that been happening more often lately? Um, the scale of evictions changed. Like the big groups don't evict the big groups pretty much from this point on, but there's still lots of evictions for smaller groups, and I know people are probably going to comment when you post that, that my corp actually just got evicted. So, it does still happen. Oh. And uh, why did you get evicted? Was this the T3 uh, thing, or is this something else? No, something completely different. It's a complicated and not a particular... Because uh, you, you guys have some grudge matches, don't you? Oh yeah, there are grudges in wormhole space. Yeah, I mean, Adhocracy got killed by one of their own one of their own guys that got mad left and plotted his revenge and came back and carried it out and actually evicted them from their hole well i mean if you want to talk about stories like that uh no vacancies last year had uh, one of their directors get their account hacked and the guy went and self-destructed a trillion-esque worth of assets oh wow i did not hear about that that was uh, that caused waves in the wormhole community. Uh, yeah, I mean, no vacancies fought with CCP for the better part of six, seven months, trying to figure out what happened. 
it was really bad because I mean it, no vacancies at that point was one of the bigger corps and they still are thankfully one of the bigger ones out there but it, it really did shake up the community a little bit oh because they didn't know what happened and then it was determined that somebody went rogue uh, it actually turned out that someone managed to hack into a director's account oh I'm sorry somebody that's fine. I'm sorry. I missed that part uh, that he actually got hacked. So it was an illegal action that caused that to happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, or will you say who it was? Was it one of? Was it inside job or was it somebody else? I, I, I'm skirting the line of what I can say <laughs> okay, probably anyways right. right now, so I won't say anything more. Good. Look, you can keep secrets. So that's a plus for a CSM candidate. Mm, yeah, I guess. Yeah, so uh, do you find yourself thinking, like, uh, you're ever going to get out of uh, wormhole space? Um, as I joke to the people that I play with, when EVE shuts down, I will buy a cluster from CCP that was used to uh, run wormhole space, and I will plant my flag with my little avatar on it, with John Dune's face, on part of it. Wow. So, so the answer wow. to that is no. You are diehard. Yeah, yeah. Do, do you do you read uh, some of the literature and stuff from uh, Eve, or is it specific to wormholes? I mean, do you have old copies oh, of Eon Magazine and stuff? Never was really around much for the Eon Magazine, unfortunately. I'd love to have some of the old copies to see what people thought was happening way back when. I just never was connected to it that much at the time. Yeah, you know, I've thought... Um, I have them all, uh, every one of them, and I was thinking of like photographing them because I'm not going to scan them and because photographs are so good these days and really kind of just onlining them somewhere. I've asked for rights uh, to do that and I get the runaround between CCP and the guy who made it. They don't, neither one knows who has the rights to it and stuff. So I may do it and then just get sued later. But I think it'd be neat to, to put that in a digital form and PDFs for people to kind of walk back through history of um, all the development cycles and the, the who's who of the early days and stuff like that. I mean, like, I look back at the old days, and I miss things like uh, the Cavalry Raven. That was something that whenever I see a video for it, I'd love to have experienced. Yeah. Do you miss the old Eve, or...? No, not really. I mean, I kind of miss the fact that Wormhole Space is extremely well-known now, like I can tell you with certainty every single wave of a site, how much DPS, nuding pressure, everything like that. But EVE is growing. Where we are now is something that I don't think CCP could have seen 13 years ago. Yeah, certainly couldn't have planned for it. So you think the game is in a really good place right now? Well, I think it's definitely doing fine. I mean, like, more or less, we do need to get more people playing EVE, and more people playing EVE is Omegas, but... There's only so much that can be done about that. But CCP is definitely moving in the right direction with their new player experience. Well, we assume they're Omegas because we saw that big bump up. But who knows how many of those Omegas became... Sorry, uh, Alphas. But who knows how many of those Alphas became Omegas? I hear lots of anecdotes about Alphas upgrading. So yeah. I'm sure there's a bunch that have. Right. Why is it you're running for CSM specifically? Like, what, what prompted you to say, I'm going to do this? Um, lack of representation of wormhole space. Oh, but you had oh. Newman in there. Did he not do a good job? Well, not knocking Newman at all. He's probably one of the best CSM candidates has been in years. Mm -hmm. But 
he represents Hard Knocks, which is the biggest force in Wormhole Space. And there's 3,000, 3,500 other accounts that aren't associated with Hard Knocks that I don't feel are getting the right level of representation. That's interesting. Do you think he did anything or put forth anything that was specifically going to help Hard Knocks that wasn't going to help Wormholers in general? I honestly don't know, but... Well, um, one, of, one of the things he was going to put forward was to talk about static asteroid belts inside of Wormhole Space, which seemed like, well, wait a minute, you just set up an impen impenetrable fortress and now you want farming rights uh, to the asteroids. Uh, that seems kind of self-serving. Do you think it is, or uh, is that something that everybody would enjoy? I think it would definitely benefit the Wormhole community as a whole. And from what I know of the way Hard Knocks operates, they're not really mining in any way. Their PvE is almost exclusively running combat sites. So I don't think it would really benefit to them too much to them personally. Mm -hmm. But I know many other like smaller or mid-class groups that would love to spend an afternoon mining in wormhole space from time to time. So you think it's actually a good thing that he was putting it through, and it wasn't necessarily to benefit Hard yeah. Yeah. So you're positioning yourself as kind of an alternative candidate or an additional candidate to uh, a noobman who's running for re-election. I would like to think of myself more as an additional candidate. Mm -hmm. I mean, like my platform is not exclusively wormhole-based. I have some ideas for non-wormhole stuff, too, that I think would help improve the game across the board. Yeah. So what would be the biggest, uh, the biggest change, maybe not wormhole-related, that... Uh, is something you'd be interested in, or area, subject matter that you would be interested in talking about. So just kind of on top of what we're talking about. Um, with some mining, how most people just do AFK mining, they'll mine with a whole fleet of ships, have like 10 hulks running an asteroid belt, press an F1 every five minutes and be done with it. What I want to do is I want to introduce a, a mini game similar to like PI, where you go to the asteroid belt, you plunk down a sensor, it tells you if there's good ore around it, you could mine that, and if you find the good ore, your one hulk or whatever will mine two to three times, well, probably around two times, what you would do AFK mining. So someone who's more actively involved in mining gets the benefit from it. Yeah. Well, that's cool. We're kind of near the end of the program. Is there something that you would want to talk about that I didn't cover? Because we mostly talked about wormholes and you know who you are and your history. Uh, but maybe there's something else. Your platform looks pretty tight um, that you've written. These are things that you want to see, although you're aware that it's, you know, uh, you only get to put in so much of your agenda and you get to fight for things or at least bring CCP's attention to things. But you're really at the mercy of their development cycle and the direction they're going. So uh, what, do you, what do you say to that sort of thing? Oh, definitely. I mean, fully admit the CSM is an advisory council. But sometimes the people who speak up the loudest get things to happen, like the uh, C5 to Nullsec wormhole nerf. So you do believe in the power of CSM to influence uh, the game? At least to put things on the developers' minds. It's up to them if they want to implement them or not, but uh, you could come up with an idea they might not have thought of, and they'll be like, hey, that's kind of interesting. Can we run with it? And then they'll branch off that and come up with something new. And you are somebody, uh, you think you are somebody that has ideas that are fresh and basically you could do this work. I don't know if my ideas are fresh or not, but I'm certainly loud enough and I draw enough attention that people would notice and hopefully listen. 
Oh, cool. Well, uh, you're almost there. Election's coming quick. Yes, it is. So, good luck on your run. Thank you very much.